welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler. What's that? Is that sleigh bells I hear? Oh no, it's just Court in his new bedazzled ugly sweater. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> it's December. It is December. Do you know what that means? It means that I'm stressed as all get out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's the holidays. Yep, exactly. Uh, bills, gifts, bills, food, more bills, more gifts, more food. I mean, the, the spending never ends. Uh, but we forgot. What's that bell? Oh, I just thought that that was the reindeer. No, it's the opening bell. That's uh, the opening bell. So we are going to talk about stress and holidays because those go together like PB and J. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. Um, I, for one, uh, as we discussed last week or two weeks ago, um, I, I, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving and it is because it has all of the fun parts of Christmas without any of the stressful parts of Christmas. (laughs) It has all the food and that's about it. That's really all that I need. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, holidays are very stressful. Um, I think everyone loves the holidays coming up, and especially now, I think we are in December, which is now, go ahead, open your attics up and get your decorations down, and oh wait, you all have already done that. Yeah, that's a little bit crazy. Yes, I it mean, is. Some on. people were bare, I mean, I, I, I saw, the, I don't know, it was just a couple of days from the most important day ever, our birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the day after Halloween. And, um, I saw somebody like on my way home from work, they were out in their yard taking down Halloween decorations and sitting on the ground was the Christmas decorations to go right back up in its place. You know, you did let Thanksgiving have a holiday. Thanksgiving a chance guys. Come on. Yeah. So this episode, we kind of wanted to talk about holiday stress and just kind of how to try and get through it. I know you're probably laughing like, oh, there's no no tips that you can give us, but just stick with us and try it. So I mean, we, to, a, to a degree, we are a financial podcast. This is kind of a financial topic yeah. in a lot of ways. There's a lot of budgetary budgetary concerns that you got to think of that if you reduce the stress about those, then you can reduce your holiday, holiday stress overall. But we're going to go into a, a little bit broader just discussion of all of the holiday stress. So... Yeah. Um, Let's start it out with the top five. Yeah. Top five stressful Christmas movies. But just to give you a little bit more of an explanation, um, it's those it's the, the it's the Christmas movies that have those elements of what really just when you boil down the holidays, these movies really just nail what it is that is stressful about holidays. So yeah. so it's more of elements within these movies. And we're not talking about our favorite holiday movie. This is just like certain elements of a movie that we know are ex- great examples of why it's stressful in the holidays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So top five stressful holiday movies. Katie, hit me with your five. Okay. Uh, number one, Jingle All the Way. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to extreme lengths because he forgot to get the Turbo Man. Yep. And... and I mean, it's ends of the earth, crazy times trying to get this last minute toy that he forgot to get. So there's a lot of financial issues, a lot of emotional stress. It's just an absolute mess. Yeah. And I mean, it pretty much just absolutely takes, I mean, it's obviously it's hyperbole, but I mean, it it is what is the most stressful thing about Christmas is the shopping and mm-hmm. the finding of the gifts. Yep. It's terrible. Yeah. The whole scene where they've got the balls on, like, you know, who's going to get one and they're like knocking each other down. And it's like the day before Christmas when you're supposed to be all cheerful and nice. And it's like, move out of my way. 
So yeah, great one. Okay, next one, Christmas with the Cranks. This mm-hmm. is Tim Allen. And um, they had decided their daughter wasn't going to come home for Christmas. They were just going to not do Christmas this year. And the neighbors kept giving him all this stress. What do you mean you're not doing Christmas? Oh, well, we're not doing Christmas. We've determined our budget. We're not going to do anything. Well, you know, not to spoil the movie, but that doesn't really fly. <laughs> and so then there's a lot of stress, a lot of money trying to pull it all together because Christmas is going to find a way to make sure you have it. Mm. At number three, Deck the Halls. Um, this one is Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick, and they are playing neighbors. And Matthew has always been this great, he's 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 Mr. Christmas. And then <laughs> here rolls in Danny DeVito with all the crazy lights and kind of that, has that almost car salesman sleazy vibe from Matilda, but now it's all Christmasified. <laughs> and so it's, you know, Matthew's trying to make sure... I don't remember his name in the movie, but he's trying to make sure he's trying to beat this person. So then there's the stress of that, of trying to be better than other people mm-hmm. and make sure that you are the ultimate Christmas person. Okay. Uh, number four, Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Yes. So... I don't really understand what's stressful about this movie. I mean... just Because in- Santa fell on your roof and now you are Santa. A lot of people having problems with Santa falling off the roof. During well, real Christmases. It's a whole bigger picture of things fall in your lap during the holidays and you gotta jump in and do what you gotta do because it just fell in your lap. Well, not only that, but also there's the whole am I a good parent element of Santa Claus. I mean, because it, it all stems around T- Tim Allen's character basically being this sort of disconnected guy who's certainly not at all connected to the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then you know, uh, everything starts happening and, you know, he becomes the, the greatest dad yeah. alive and all of that. Kind it is of one stuff. of my favorite movies, but mm. it's on this list for the stressful part of it. Yeah. Uh, my last one would be I'll Be Home for Christmas. This is a Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie. Probably not a lot of people have seen it. With Never Jessica Biel. Um, cute. I mean, I was a big JTT, JTT fan. Mm. Thought he was precious. Don't know what he's doing now. That'd be interesting to find out. I don't know. Is he what 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 sort of what sort of generation gap there is there there? Is he I mean is he is he your generation? Is he your age? Was he like I think a he's my teenager age. when you were a teenager? Like he I was on TV? So. Okay. okay. Yeah, he was on all the shows at that point. But this one's all about how um he has determined that he has his eyes set on this beautiful girl and he is going to take her to a beautiful tropical place for Christmas and not go home. Well, then his Mom calls and says, if you come home, you'll get this Porsche. <laughs> and so he is motivated to get home yeah, absolutely. because he's got to be there with the family. But the mom has had to bribe him because she wants her son there for Christmas. <laughs> so those are some of my examples of stressful movies. What I about you? Okay, so mine... Um, first, let me start with uh, the, the, the thing that got us started on this as a possible topic to begin with was just the idea of a, a movie that we both recently got to see. Um, and it was uh, Holiday. And that's my first movie. Yeah, the and, new one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So th- this is one of those saccharine sweet movies. It's almost like a Hallmark Christmas movie, but not quite because Netflix shows uh, Netflix throws some, some cuss words and some dirty elements in there to make it a little bit salty. But it is still basically just sort of a a sugary, sweet romantic comedy based in the holidays. So it's got that kind of Hallmark vibe. The thing is, the entire premise of this movie is this this girl and guy who 
don't want to have to deal with the stress of finding a date for their holiday events. Mm-hmm. Not just Christmas, but Valentine's Day. All uh, the holidays. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, all of them. Just Fourth of July. They go through the entire year of all the holidays and all of these this, this couple's dates for these holidays and the fact that they sort of stick together as a couple to be each other's holiday. It's a cute little uh, concept, but it speaks to that one of the more stressful elements of Christmas is that that idea of loneliness. Do you have someone? Do you have to find someone? Do you feel pressure from family because you aren't together with someone? That's the you second know. the family's asked about relationships. Yeah, that's so. It, I think it's a. I think it's a good movie to include on this list. Number two would be Christmas Vacation, and. This is just, okay, first of all, it's my dad's favorite movie, or if not his favorite movie, then one of his favorite movies. I mean, movies. it's a great movie. I mean, he, he loves this movie, absolutely loves it, and, and it is an awesome movie. It was really, I mean, if you think about it, boy, you know, you had Vacation, the original Vacation was awesome, European Vacation, it kind of fell off, and you're thinking, well, this may be done as a, as a, as a series of movies, and then they come back with Christmas Vacation and just knock it out of the park. It was fantastic. Well, within that movie, there's so many elements of the stress because you've got the in-laws coming in, you've got the stress of the meal and it not going the right way, the fire. I mean, everything happens. Well, and Chevy Chase's character, um, uh, Clark, or um, Sparky, as his wife calls him, um, the the whole thing, the, the, the key to that movie, I think the key stressor of that movie shifts as you as you go through life because one of the things that I've really picked up on now is the element of him as a dad thinking back to Christmas's past and how much how much he loved those old memories of Christmas and mm-hmm. wanting everything to be like that for Christmas for his family and just failing miserably around every turn I mean yeah. it, so you know that that kind of level of of stress of wanting things to be the way they were and not necessarily focusing on how they are now that can really turn somebody's Christmas wrong real quick now this next movie this will be my number three um this next movie is uh actually a movie that I don't like at all it's uh <laughs> it's four Christmases and I, I like both of the stars. Reese Witherspoon, I think I've even mentioned, is one of my wife's favorites. Um, Vince Vaughn. So they 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 are not married at the beginning of the movie. Well, they're not married at the end of the movie either. But uh, they're just a couple. They just date. They're not interested in getting married. They're not interested in family Christmases. They want to go out of their way to avoid all of their family's Christmases. Mm-hmm. So every year they schedule a trip. And this particular year, their trip gets canceled. So they have to go to their family Christmas uh, events and they hate it. The main reason that I don't like the movie, it's got a, we were sitting here talking about it, and it's got a bunch of hilarious lines, and a lot of them have to do with Vince Vaughn. So, I mean, it, he's funny, and he's got a lot of funny lines, but he is just a jerk throughout the movie, and it just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. I, I don't know. I want to I wanna root for my protagonist, and I was not rooting for Vince, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you. Number two would be um, The Family Stone. Okay, so Family Stone. Uh, Dolmet Maroney, um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson, uh, big great cast. cast. Yeah, yeah, really, really great cast. Um, this, this one really, this one talks, this is, this is that first time with your significant other's family Christmas gathering kind mm. of feel yeah. to it. Sarah Jessica Parker plays sort of the, the fish out of water kind of person going home to be with, with, uh, with her fiance's family for the first time. 
and it's just awkward and they all don't like her and they make it obvious they don't like her and it's just painful to watch and so I'm sure there are some of you out there that have had those kinds of experiences with a dinner or something with a with a family holiday. So, you know, this is if, if you if you hate that kind of thing, then this may give you, you know, you, you may suffer a little PTSD flashback. But, you know, it, it's also can be funny to watch. And then finally, number one, obviously. Just the dad going home for the holidays and some crazy snafu messes everything up. And, you know, he's still trying to, to get to his kids for Christmas and, and, you know, keeps having roadblocks thrown in his way. Die hard. Of course. Die hard. Oh, yes, yes. Everybody knows that uh, Die Hard is the you know, one of the best Christmas movies ever. And um, obviously we've all had to deal with the stress of being in a building when it's taken over by terrorists and uh, trying to uh, just trying to save myself and save the people that I love, my wife, from the terrorists. Who hasn't been there, right? Right? Am I right? Yeah. Right. Number one, Die Hard. Okay. okay so let's get to some meat or yeah. some potatoes or some steak and gravy or I don't know. Steak what we, and gravy. I don't know. I've got steak on the mind. So, throwing out statistics, 88% of Americans feel that the holiday season is the most stressful time of the year. I think most of us could agree. And, okay, why is it stressful? We overspend. We overindulge in food, mm-hmm. sweets, alcohol, yeah. family time. It's It's a stress of your relationship status because you're you're going to see your family and it's, are you dating? Are you single? Are you married? Are you having kids? Are you, you know, done having kids? What What is happening? Every aspect of your relationship is on display and everyone seems to want to give an opinion and that's a stressor. You may have too much togetherness, not enough togetherness, um, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a victim of that. That that one affects me pretty significantly every year. So just those those shorter days, the sunlight uh, goes out of your life and and it makes you SAD sad. And yep. uh, some people some people have that issue. Holidays are, are hard, holidays. Holiday depression is real, y'all. <laughs> it's hard. And I mean, decorating is a stress as well. It's, I, I mean, we've made some comments before. Another pop culture movie that came to mind is you think about the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey one, and you've got Martha May Houvier, who has this great gun that is shooting all her Christmas lights up, and you've got sweet Cindy Lou Who's mom that is just in a knot with Christmas lights trying to do the best she can. Mm-hmm. So I, there is so much stress that goes into the holidays. It, I will also point out one thing that that uh, that we didn't say yet is, uh, but is definitely an element is is this is the end of the year for businesses. I mean, as we have pointed out early on in a lot of our episodes, uh, this is the this is the make or break season for a lot of businesses. So mm-hmm. if you are in a retail business, if you make your money selling things and you've got to get your money in before the end of the year to make it to make it into black for the year then that can be highly stressful a lot of other businesses are preparing for the new year during the month of december or even the month of november and december so you've got this final push at the end of the year to basically get everything ready and set and planned for the next year so there's a lot of stress going on at work as well oh yeah i mean you and i were talking about it the other day that you'll have your goals set out and you've got 
you realize that you have made this list of what you want to do by the end of the year and mm. Uh, hello, we're in December. It's the end of the year. Yeah. So you've got to hurry up and get that done. But you also need to make sure that you're done in enough time to get home. It's There was that, uh, what was it? Um, Nicholas Cage movie, The Family Man. Mm-hmm. That he's working late on Christmas and it's all about, you know, him trying to figure out the importance of Christmas and that you balance work life and home life. And so this is very much in play because if you work too much, you're a Scrooge. Yep. And you've got to balance it out. But you know, festive stress is what I've seen on a couple of these articles is another way of calling holiday stress is mm. festive stress. And I don't know that it's festive, but, um, you know, people are stressed about gift shopping and the crowds and the lines and cleaning your house because company's coming over and you want to, you know, you know, in the back of your head, Aunt Sally's going to make a comment because the bookshelf is not dusted fully or something like that. Yes. <laughs> um, knowing what to get people cooking, stressful. So we've told you everything and you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are you going to tell me? What are you going to do? Yeah. How are we going to take control of this? We're here to fix you. <laughs> and I'll be honest. We have all of the solutions. <laughs> we, doing some research on this, you know, there's so many articles out there with a lot of things that um, I feel like I kind of didn't want to bring up any of the stuff that's not reality of that, oh, well, you just walk away from the situations. You just take a moment. Like, we know that's not reality. Mm. We know that's not always an option. So we want to talk about ahead of time how you can kind of try and take control of the holidays and make it where you're not dreading going into it and take steps to prevent the depression and the stress that comes with it. Learn how to recognize your holiday triggers and know when you need to get away from a situation mm-hmm. and when you need to not put yourself in certain situations. But first one, be realistic of expectations. You mentioned uh, a Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of one of my downfalls is I think that we always have this big image of what something should be. Mm-hmm. And you build it up in your head. And especially if you have a family that is very big on tradition, when you may bring in a new relationship or a you know sibling may bring in a new relationship every time someone is added everything slightly changes just a little bit and some people very much have trouble with everything changing yeah yeah so like for instance all of my favorite memories about christmas are based around my christmas from when i was a child so Mm -hmm. it's childhood christmas and so th- there is no way that I am ever, just because I'm not built the same way that my parents were, I don't do stuff the same way that they did, there is no way I am ever going to create a Christmas atmosphere that 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 would live up to my memories of the Christmas, Christmas atmosphere that, that I have. Um, and so we've we've established our own family traditions. We have, you know, we have established our own norm for what, for what Christmas means to us. And I'm not about to, to, you know, beat myself up if Christmas day for me now for my kids doesn't seem like Christmas day did for me when I was a kid, you know, that's just, that's just setting yourself up to fail. And that's the key right there is you've got to kind of not necessarily lower your expectations, but just kind of rearrange and set those new standards and look at yourself before you even get into the holidays and be like, look, I know that I will never be able to do it like, XYZ. So mm-hmm. let's make it where it's attainable and it's going to be good for us. Yeah, and on the relationship front, you know, a, a lot of a lot of times this this time can be difficult because 
one person is is very hesitant to go into this new situation with this new family that they don't know very well during such a tradition laden season. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you've got a great relationship with your family and you're like, I don't know what the big deal is. Come on, they're great. They're going to love you. It's going to be fine. We have so much fun. You've got to come. And your significant other is like, I don't know. This could get real messy and get dicey. That stress level going in is already going to change the way that people are going to interact with you, that you're going to interact with your significant other, that your significant other is going to interact with your family. And all of that can have an an effect, a serious effect on the way the night, day, week goes that you're together. So you have to, again, manage those expectations. It may not be exactly like, you know, if you're if you're introducing a new person into this situation, it may not be exactly like it was when it when you didn't have this new person introduced into the situation. And if it's not the same, that's okay. It doesn't mean that your significant other is messing things up. It doesn't mean that your family is necessarily being terrible because they're not acting exactly the same as they always have. Because whenever you add a new element into a situation, it's going to, that variable is going to change the way people behave. People just don't continue to act exactly the same way under every circumstance. And if you have a family that's super open and super welcoming and is super friendly, no matter what new variable you add to the situation, then you're lucky you got a great family because that that doesn't happen that often. Well, and I'll call myself out. I'm, I'm the stickler for the tradition because I know when my brother got married, I'm like, well, where is, where's Amy going to sit? Like, that's, we have our spots. I'm a little bit of a Sheldon in that. Like, we have our spots that we sit for Christmas. I know where it's going to happen. Oh, Amy's coming to this? Okay, well, now we got to find room for her. And then it's, okay, now they have kids. Oh, we got to make room for kids now. Oh, what, what do you mean things are changing? So I have difficulties with it. Mm-hmm. But then I know that when I've joined my husband's family, he's got a sister who I'm now the Amy coming in and it's messing up her situation. So I'm trying to be a little bit more understanding of like, okay, well, I don't want to sit in your spot. So like, you just tell me. And I ended up like sitting on the dog bed last year for Christmas. Cause I'm like, I don't know where y'all spots are. I don't want to mess it up. And then I looked like the crazy person. Cause they all just throw their tissue paper or their throw their gift wrap paper in the floor after they open and just leave it. And in my household, my dad has the trash bag, and as you open it up, you, like, baseball throw it over to him, and we're picking up as we go. Oh, my Lanta. I can picture Christmas <laughs> morning with David Pickler so, <laughs> in the trash bag. <laughs> but so that's where it's one of those that it's now, I think, my role at my husband's family has become, I'm going to be the one that has introduced, why don't we pick up as we go? <laughs> I bet they love that. <laughs> They're kind of like, what's happening? What's what, going on? What are you talking about pickup as we go? What is yeah, that so, nonsense? I mean, that's kind of a fun part, you know, to have a conversation, figure it out. If you are hell-bent on a certain thing needing to be a certain way because it makes you feel happy and it's what's important to you, have that open dialogue with mm. who's going to be there and be like, hey, I know things are changing, but this is what's really important for me and my traditions. Can we please try and make this happen? Mm-hmm. Be open and honest because that's when, when you bottle it up, especially during these holidays, you're going to end up being the one that blows up over somebody walking in and saying Merry Christmas. And then you seem like the Grinch that just attacks somebody. So mm-hmm. try and have a conversation. Yeah, be flexible. You Be flexible. You know, it, understand the other person's side too they may not understand why it's such a big deal to you so you may have to explain extra carefully and nicely and gently Mm -hmm. and then they may still not care (laughs) so let's 
talk about the financial component of it because we do tend to overspend during the holidays. And there's a lot of different reasons with this. And it's you you want to give gifts to people. You want to buy them the nice things. You want to be the one, the fun uncle that shows up with the greatest gift for the nieces and nephews or have the best gift or just make sure you are like a Santa Claus and giving to everybody. So how do you tackle that and make sure that you're not the greatest person ever at Christmas time and then you're very upset and your budget is thrown all out of whack afterwards? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we could have just billed this as budgeting episode part two because a lot of this really is you got to have a budget and you got to stick to it. And I'm sorry, you know, we're financial people. You, you get tired of hearing us say that, but that's the truth. You've got to have a budget and you've got to stick to it. And part of your budget, when you create your budget, when we go, when we went over the, the basics of creating a budget at the very beginning of this, um, part of that budget is your gift budget. And mm-hmm. so you need to make sure that you've got Christmas gifts as part of that gift budget that that's figured in and not just a, oh, well, I'll figure out how to pay that when it com- when the time comes. Yeah, because I think people just swipe their credit cards and it's a lot of times it's last minute gifts. And so they're going to end up not caring how much they're paying for it. Yes. Or they're going to have to get rush shipping oh because gosh. they've forgotten. And then January rolls around and your credit card bill's sky high. And so then you may not be able to pay it all off. And then you start the slow death cycle of revolving debt. Yeah, I'm a terrible, terrible, we said this before, I'm sorry for repeating myself. I'm a terrible gift giver. I just don't have good gift ideas. So I tend to make up for it by procrastinating and putting off the gift shopping as long as possible, then not knowing what I'm going to get and making up for whatever it is I get that I think is bad by spending a lot of money on it. And because it's just the easiest thing. It's like, oh, well, I'll just buy them a TV. And, you know, (laughs) so. Still waiting on my TV. Well, you know. Oh, I think this is, again, it kind of goes back to the open conversation. Like you build your budget on how much you're going to spend and you think about your key people. But I think where most people get in trouble is you turn around and it's like, oh, the office is going to be doing a Dirty Santa gift. Well, I got to get something for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, my good old buddy coworker just bought me this great Christmas gift. Crud, I need to hurry up and get them something. Or my thing, and I know I, I've talked to you till we're blue in the face before court about this. When you hit a certain age, how do you figure out how to handle friends? Mm. You've got your family, and a lot of times you're able to work it out where maybe as a family you're just buying gifts for mom and dad. Maybe, you know, something like that. You've set that. You're in a weird stage right now because you are uh, you are married and you have a lot of other friends who are married, but you don't necessarily have a lot of other friends that have kids. Yes. Some of them do, some of them don't. So see, once you're all on equal footing in that regard and you all have kids— then it's real simple. You just say, okay, we won't, how about we don't give each other gifts? How about we just give gifts to the children? Yeah. And you just have that, that, that is, that, that is a good approach to friends and siblings. You know, that's, that's certainly the way, um, much to my chagrin, my wife did it with my siblings when we were, when we were first starting out as parents, she was mm-hmm. like, okay, we've all got kids. Let's start just exchanging gifts for the kids. I was like, wait, what? I like getting presents yeah, exactly. from my, my siblings. <laughs> I want to get presents for my siblings. Yeah. So, but it's, it's an easy way to sort of just address that question. Say, it's just for the kids, you know. And if you got that one friend who is perpetually single and will never have children, then you can get him something just, you know, for him. But Why's it got to be a him? Well, I was just, you know, I was thinking of... One of your friends. <laughs> well, I think it's it's getting creative. It's thinking outside the box. It's having a conversation early on and saying, hey, 
you know what? Instead of getting gifts, why don't we all go to dinner? Or why don't we go and do one of those like board and brush activity groups or something like that? Or do like an ornament exchange? Like Mm -hmm. start setting a tradition with your friends that's better on your budget as well. Because yes, you love your friends and you want to get them something. But I think it's one of those that we got to switch sometimes and that you maybe splurge more on people for their birthdays and then Christmas, you know, that's where it's more focused on the families. And the worst thing I think possible is having that where you feel like you got to get somebody something and you have no idea what to get them. And I hate giving somebody just junk that Mm. I feel like they don't care about. They're just going to go, okay, and just toss it somewhere or re-gift it to somebody else. That's hard to figure out. Um, but I will say on a side note, if you do ever feel like you're one of those people that you get gifts and you don't expect it, there's a little secret called the gift closet. You know about the gift closet, Court? I do. I was trying to think the other day when exactly we stopped doing a gift closet because we definitely used to have a gift closet in our house. And I don't remember when we stopped having one, but it's gone now. At least I think it is. <laughs> you gave all the gifts out. If Robin has, if she still has a gift closet, then I don't know where she it is. She is hiding it she from me. She may be hiding it from me. Yes, exactly. But what but, I mean by the gift closet is it's just kind of a closet that's got, you know, some, some good things in there that it's one of those. If you ever were in a pinch and needed to get somebody something... You've kind of thought these out. They are nicer gifts for people, but they're not that last minute expensive thing. It's something you could give to somebody if you're in that situation where you have been gifted and you feel like you need to gift back. Yeah, this is a good time for me to jump in there and point out uh, that we're doing this episode in in early December. And so everybody is listening to this going, well, great. These are all great ideas that it would have helped me to know you know, six months ago. So, you know, who's like, already shopped for Christmas? Well, see, that's six the thing. Ago. One of the things, one of the things that you can do to help decrease your stress during Christmas is if you're one of those crazy people that starts shopping in March and get has all their Christmas shopping done by October. I don't, I don't know it, many of these people personally. I, I've seen a couple of them post on Facebook that they were done with their shopping in like October, and I unfriend them immediately. Um, <laughs> I get but, too excited when I buy a gift for somebody. Like your birthday yeah, gift was. How are you going to keep it a secret? Digging a hole. I'm like, I want to yeah. give it to him. I want to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. See, but it can decrease your stress because I'm going to tell you another secret. Black Friday has some great deals, uh, but Black Friday isn't the only sale that goes on during the year. There are lots of other sales that happen earlier in the year, so you can find great bargains on good gifts for people. Get them and go ahead and store them away if you have the storage space. That helps you so that you're not... Write yourself an email, write yourself a note, tell your husband, tell your best friend where they're hidden because Mm. you will forget. And this is also... But this kind of goes hand in hand with the whole idea of the gift closet. Because when when you're building a gift closet, the idea is when you find something that is a really good deal that maybe you don't know who you want to give it to right now. You buy it, but you're like, this will make a good gift for someone. Mm-hmm. You go ahead you go ahead and buy it. You put it in your gift closet. And then a little ways down the road, you're like, oh, look, this person needs a, a Black & Decker skillet. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got the option of giving of your time to someone, giving something personal. But we're going to do whole episodes on these. But you also can give to charity in honor of someone And, you know, if it's a kid, you can see about giving to their college fund or something like that. So it's not always necessarily that you've got to go out and buy these grandiose gifts, but it's you can build into budgets things. And again, it's just make sure you're buying 
with your with your brain. Make sure you're thinking about what you're purchasing and not just being so caught up in the Christmas spirit that you're buying everybody everything. You are not Oprah Winfrey that you get a car and you get a car. Like break it down <laughs> and figure it out. Have that list. And what I always do is I'll write down that list of everybody I think I might want to buy something for. Mm-hmm. And then you start really prioritizing. Okay, this is who I need to buy for. Have ideas of how much you want to spend for these people. It's just a matter of days, I know, before I start seeing the ingredients of Robin's holiday treats that she makes. She, you know, she'll do she'll do holiday treats and it's like, okay, this is this is one of the gifts that we give out is mm-hmm. these holiday treats. And she spends a lot of time working days and days and days working on these. She makes, I think, thousands of them. Uh, little holiday treats that we give out, uh, a sack full to people. And, um, you know, it works real well if you're a cook, if you like to make treats and you, you know, you can make treats for a lot cheaper than you can necessarily go out and buy some giant gift, then make some treats. Or if you're crafty, I'm not crafty, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this <laughs> suggestion. But if you are crafty and you want to make crafty things, great, make crafty things. But again, this is about decreasing stress. So don't wait till the last minute. Yep. You know, you you got to you got to schedule out your time. You've got to discuss you know what you're going to do for different people. These this group of people we're going to make the treat for. These group of people we're going to I'm going to knit them a sweater. You got to know who you're going to do. Might get a sweater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been working <laughs> on it. That's why it's late. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Um so you know, know what you're going to give to whom and then schedule out your time and make sure that you're not in a frantic rush right up there at the end. So with scheduling your time, there's something that a lot of you need to know and it's learn to say no. Yes. And it's respecting your time, respecting your obligations, knowing that you do not have to be the superstar and being at every possible thing you get invited to or making the treats for the school, making the treats for the church, making it for the office, doing this, doing that, like, helping the in-laws out, whatever it may be. Like, Mm -hmm. figure out your time and your schedule. Those darn in-laws, they're always (laughs) asking for stuff. (laughs) You've got to prioritize your time because it is a stressful time. You want it to be memorable, Mm -hmm. but if you are so stressed out because you've got to go help this person decorate their tree and help make this and do that, then at the end of the day, there's nothing left. And you are just a shell sitting there looking like bad Santa Christmas morning because you've just been beaten to pieces. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's an important thing. Keep up with your habits. Like, you are going to be eating and drinking probably a lot. Keep up with your healthy Healthy habits, habits not your bad healthy habits. habits. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, listen, one of the, she, one of the things is is your your healthy habits is like exercise, eating healthy, getting good sleep. All of those things are very much tied in together. So like for instance, uh, if you drink too much, if you over imbibe on a regular basis, that makes you sleep more poorly. Mm-hmm. You get you sleep worse when you have been drinking than you do when you haven't. It's just a scientific fact. And so you need to keep getting sleep. You need to not be tired for the season. You need to, because that just, that just makes you more depressed. The days that I don't get any sleep, boy, do I walk around in a funk. Yeah. So you need I was to say, we are, we're not saying that we're the perfect ones at all oh, with yeah, this because no. we are terrible about this. We have to remind ourselves on a daily yeah. basis. So, you know, if you, if you drink, just know that that's going to affect how much sleep you get. And that could affect how, what your, what your mood is like the next day. And, and if you're doing that frequently, then you're going to have a rough month or two or whatever. Um, 
Exercise also can fall very easily to the wayside if you have been eating too much or drinking too much or not sleeping enough. It's very easy to drop off on that exercise, but that exercise that gives you endorphins and it helps you, it helps lift up your mood. And happy people just don't go around killing their husbands. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I couldn't resist. I had to throw the Lily Blonde in there. But it is, it's one of those, I think this is such a time of year that we are trying not to be selfish. We're trying to care about others. But really the hardest thing to swallow is that you've got to be a little selfish because if you do not take care of yourself, you cannot be there for other people. And then you really are the Grinch showing up and not the you know cheery-eyed little elf coming in with cheer. Yeah, yeah it's true. Everything we just said was truth. There was lots of truth <laughs> lots going of on truth. there. We just truthed you. I mean, bottom line with the stress and everything, do not feel the pressure for to live up to what your family's expectations are. Don't let tradition bog you down so much that, you know, if you're not a cook, don't try and recreate your grandmother's 30-page recipe. Get somebody to help you with it. Don't let being don't let being into traditions bog you down so much that you're not willing to create new traditions. Listen, one of the coolest things that I ever did was I was always very reluctant to leave town around Christmas because we have Christmas traditions that are very specific to our area. And Mm -hmm. if we're not in our area, then we can't do those Christmas traditions. One year we decided to uh, go on a a family trip and we went on a cruise ship and we were gone over Christmas. Oh my goodness. And it, it, it sent me into tizzies. I was like, we're going to miss all of the things. And it was the (laughs) most relaxing Christmas I have ever had. I woke up Christmas morning and went up on the Lido deck and sipped on a, uh, some sort of tropical flavored drink and just took in some sun rays. I mean, it was ridiculous. Now, Unfortunately, we financially aren't able to make that into a new tradition, so to speak. But I'm still wide open to the idea of that becoming a regular family tradition because that was awesome. Well, I mean, we have obviously talked about a lot of different holiday stresses out there. And there's probably way more that we didn't even touch on. And it's just some... I'm sorry. Can I I just throw one more thing in there? Go for it. I just want to... If you're not aware of this, one of the things that I did want to touch on that I forgot to, to mention earlier... Uh, seasonal affective disorder, it's, it's, it's literally linked to the amount of sunlight that you're exposed to. And so if you're sensitive to less daylight time and that sort of thing causes a depression in you, they make lights for you that you can set up inside and you can sit next to the oh, light that's good and to know. it's, it, it like exposes you to, to some artificial sunlight and it can help. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's the be all end all, but it can help. So there are there are items like that out there for all sorts of uh, of, of issues that you that you might face. And, um, you know, obviously, if you've got some 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 tougher issues, there are professionals. So, you you know, t- take care of yourself. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're really struggling, make sure that you talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, and you can always reference back to our episode a couple couple episodes ago, right before Thanksgiving. Those conversation little nuggets to throw out there, they work at Christmas time too. So That's if true. you get wrapped in and someone's like, okay, so when you having kids, well, who's your favorite Batman? <laughs> then they're just kind of like, huh? Huh? You're like, oh, I thought we were just playing questions. So I'm asking you a question. But this has all been, you know, fun. Hopefully we've de-stressed you a little bit with this maybe. Well, maybe? sure. I mean, you know, is it- I can't imagine that our our little uh, our little nothing of a show is stressing people out. My gosh, that's not what we're going for. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm hoping it's just like people aren't going, oh, oh no, I should have done this. I should have done that. Oh, no, yeah. Because that's well, how I would be. Yeah, listen, listen. Uh, if, you, if you haven't done everything that we've already said by now, then it's too late. Forget about it. <laughs> Don't listen to court. <laughs> So let's let's wrap this up. Let's put let's some bullseye do. to it. Okay. Let's let's put a bullet in it. Court, what's your bullseye? Okay, so I mean I know I just said this, but I, I think that this is good to hit on. This is a season where people are prone to um, they're prone to depression. They're prone to stress. They're prone to all sorts of things that are not healthy for us. Um, you're, you've got new family members. You're trying to integrate into a new family. You've lost family members. You're stressed about money. You're stressed about your job. All of these things can really take a toll on you. So it's, it's, it's important to try and plan and, and, and mitigate those stress factors as much as you possibly can. But if you're struggling, talk to somebody, take care of yourself, get some rest, seek the advice of others and there are always people out there that will be happy to discuss issues with you if you're having legitimate issues so the last thing you need to do is like hold yourself up in your house or your apartment and sit and mope for a month um get out there and talk to some people but take care of yourself bullseye great yeah do not be a grinch that's what i got from that you know <laughs> come down and hang out with the whovilles <laughs> Okay, my bull- now, all of you, all of the people out there that are Grinches like me are going, what? That's ridiculous. Of course I'm not going to go hang out with the Who's. <laughs> with their singing and their Who-filled. No. Okay, well, my bullseye um, would definitely be have those open conversations. Have the conversations about presence and talk to people ahead of time. Be like, hey, look, you know, we've all got kids now or we're all married now. Let's talk about presence. And you may realize that you're helping alleviate some stress from them going, whew, yes, I was worried about what to buy. And then mine, because it is an issue I'm currently, I'll admit I'm Katie Pickler and I have a problem with traditions changing. So have that conversation with families and say what's really important to you and what's not. Because at the end of the day, yes, not everyone is going to be happy 24-7 of the holiday season, but try and work with everyone to make it the best overall and be open to, yes, I'll admit it, Daniel, you're hearing this, be open to new traditions and new things. I'm trying. So, (laughs) really, this is a big confession. I'm trying, okay? I'm trying to be open to new things. That's my bullseye. Bullseye. Well, Katie, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of yet another episode of Bullcast Podcast. Uh, I want to let you know that uh, we've just got a few more episodes this year before we're closing up so the year. Sad. I know it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna all come to a magnificent close here any day now. I am sure, but um, final. <laughs> If you'd like to reach out and talk to us, uh, please feel free to go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. You can leave us a comment, leave us a suggestion for an episode topic, talk about uh, talk about whatever you want. I mean, you know, we don't really pay attention, so, you know. It's not, no, stop. <laughs> uh, also, you can uh, check out pretty pictures of us on Instagram. That handle is at bullcastpodcast, and you can throw your words into the wind at us on Twitter with that handle being at Bullcast Podcast as well. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. We'd love to respond. We'd love to hear your suggestions. So, you know, any way you can. Also, Katie and I work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And you can find out more about me and Katie, more about our fantastic team, and more about our boss, David Pickler, by going to our website, picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O, not an E. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I feel like I have given you quite enough to be going on with. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. Bah humbug. Uh, I think you mean bah humbug. <laughs> we out. Happy holidays.